Behold a faithful and prudent, prudent steward whom the Lord set over his household. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Today we celebrate the solemnity of St. Joseph, the husband of Mary, the earthly father of Jesus. Uh, the feast is actually on the 19th of March, but that was a, a Sunday in Lent. And so um, it was yesterday, Lentari like Sunday, so his feast is transferred to today. And so we get to celebrate um, probably the second most important saint uh, after Our Lady in the church here today. And as we begin our celebration, we prepare ourselves to meet our God in word and sacrament. Looking in those in our lives at those blessings that we have received, we offer God thanksgiving. We seek God's forgiveness for the times we have been sinners. Bless you. Lord Jesus, you came to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you came to call sinners redemption. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you plead for us at the right hand of your Father. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to the lasting life. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, the people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, and the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that by St. Joseph's intercession, your church may constantly watch over the unfolding of the mysteries of human salvation, whose beginnings you entrusted to his faithful care. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Be seated, listen to the word of God. A reading from the second book of Samuel. The Lord spoke to Nathan and said, Go, tell my servant David, when your time comes and you rest with your ancestors, I will raise up your heir after you, sprung from your loins, and I will make his kingdom firm. It is he who shall build a house for my name, and I will make his royal servant throne firm forever. I will be a father to him, and he shall be a son to me. Your house and your kingdom shall endure forever before me. Your throne shall stand firm forever. The word of the Lord. A son, the son of David will live forever. The son of David will live forever. The promises of the Lord I will sing forever. Through all generations, my mouth shall proclaim your faithfulness. For you have said, my kindness is established forever. In heaven, you have conformed, confirmed your faithfulness. The son of David will live forever. 
I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to David, my servant. Forever I will confirm your posterity and establish your throne for generations. The son of David will live forever. You shall say to me, you are my father, my God, the rock, my savior. Forever I will maintain the kindness toward him. and My covenant will stand with him, stand firm. The son of David will live forever. A reading from a letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, it was not through the law that the promise was made to Abraham and his descendants that he would inherit the world, but through the righteousness that comes from faith. For this reason, it depends on faith, so that it may be a gift, and the promise may be guaranteed to all his descendants, not to those who only adhere to the law, but to those who follow the faith of Abraham, who is the father of all of us, as it is written. I have made you father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God, in whom he believes all give, who give life to the dead and calls into being what does not exist. He believed, hoping against hope, that he would become the father of many nations, according to what is said, thus shall your descendants be. That is why it was credited to him as righteousness. The word of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Blessed are those who dwell in your house, O Lord. They never cease to praise you. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Of her was born Jesus, who was called the Christ. So this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took his wife into his home. The Gospel of the Lord. In his uh, epic 1977, Life of Christ, uh, Jesus of Nazareth, Franco Zeffirelli has uh, a scene um, that's uh, not listed in the Bible, but it's, it's very uh, illustrative of who Joseph was. Um, uh, Joseph and Mary are now living together, his husband and wife. And uh, Anna, 
Mary's mother is uh, come to live with them. She is a, a widow at this point is the, uh, the implication. And uh, she is uh, taken ill. She's lying in her, her bed in the home. And news comes to the house uh, that Augustus Caesar has called for a census of the whole world so that he may know how many people there are to pay him taxes. And Joseph goes into the house uh, and uh, wakes uh, uh, Mary's Ema, or her mother, and, and said, uh, Caesar has called for a census. Um, we are all to go back to the, the place of our birth, um, the place of our family home to register. So Mary and I have to, to travel to Bethlehem. And she just laments. She says, how can this be? This is too dangerous. This, she is near term. She's about to give birth. And Joseph gets this smile on his face. Um, uh, and he, he looks at her and says, but, but don't you understand? We have to go to Bethlehem when she is due to give birth. Even Caesar is subject to God's law. And she gets this brilliant smile on her face uh, and mirroring his. And, uh, he sees that uh, even the divine Augustus uh, is subject to the one true God. And uh, in, in that moment, uh, in the this six hour plus the life of Jesus, um, we see just who Jesus, who Joseph is. Um, Joseph is the one who is obedient. Uh, he is a, a significant character in the beginning of, of uh, Luke and Matthew's uh, Gospels, and yet there's no recording of any word that he ever uttered. Um, what we, the only thing that we see of him um, is we get a description, as we did in today's gospel, of what's happening uh, that's causing a, a problem. In this case, finding out that his fiance is pregnant and he knows that he's not the father. Um, uh, but even there, we see he takes a charitable attitude towards this. Um, uh, he decides he'll divorce her quietly, as opposed to hauling her out into the town square and proclaiming that she, uh, she's been unfaithful and subject her to stoning, the, uh, which is the prescribed penalty for, for adultery. Um, and as he sleeps, quite probably uh, an un, uh, uneasy sleep that night, uh, Gabriel comes and does his work whispers in his ear, and we see Joseph not respond verbally to this, but responds actively. Um, he responds with incredible obedience. He immediately takes Mary to, to his home uh, to live as his wife. Uh, and they go through the, the marriage and, and whatnot, but uh, uh, he, he protects her, but he has absolute obedience to what God wants done. Um, yesterday we celebrated on, on Maitari Sunday uh, a gospel that is an amazing gospel. It's one story out of uh, the, the, the gospels, but it, it encompasses really all of salvation history. The story of the curing of the blind man and the confrontation with the Pharisees over this. 
Um, and in the course of that study, we see uh, the difference between what, what the Pharisees understood sin to be and thus what obedience is uh, and what Jesus understands uh, sin to be and thus uh, the opposite corollary, what, what true obedience is. Um, for the Pharisees, it was the slightest infraction against the letter of the law. Um, yesterday, uh, Jesus did work on the Sabbath spit on the ground, scooped it up, wiped it, put it on the guy's eyes and told him to go take a bath into the pool at Siloam. Um, uh, what did he do? Well, he did work. He, he, he spit, he scooped, he smeared, he wiped. That was work. What did he do? He violated, thou shalt keep holy the Sabbath, the third commandment. Um, for them, that's, that's what the definition of sin was. And that meant what that's what obedience is, is that you don't violate any little tiny bit of the law, no matter how silly the violation may seem. Um, making mud from your spit and wiping it on somebody seems more like something two kids would do on the playground than, than uh, an act of work by, uh, by an adult. Um, uh, but we see what, what Jesus' understanding of it is. Uh, obedience is relationship. And sin is violating the relationship. Um, and so we see well, how Joseph is, one of the, the proclamations the church made about Joseph is that he is a perfectly just man. Um, uh, they're not talking about law and order here. They're talking about being justified. Um, that great thing, what does it mean? Be justified is to be saved. Uh, it is to be perfectly in relationship with God. And that's who, who Joseph was. He was the one who was in absolute relationship with God. When God asked him to do something, there wasn't a discussion, there wasn't an argument, there wasn't anything except carrying it out. Uh, he, he took Mary into his home as his wife. Um, he takes her to, to Bethlehem uh, and, and works his tail off to find a shelter for her where she can give birth. It's, an, uh, it's a terrible shelter, but it's uh, you know, uh, lasted longer than any uh, any Airbnb commercial ever will. Uh, that stable or cave that they're in, um, and then uh, the angel comes and tells them they're in danger. That, uh, that the king uh, doesn't want a rival to his throne, and they're in danger. And what does he do? He, he takes Mary and the infant, and they they leave the country and wait for the king to die. And when he does, he brings them back. And then he lived a faithful life with them. Uh, he, he spends the rest of his life uh, caring for his wife and his son. Um, the only other story we have of him uh, is when Jesus uh, is uh, right at that age where a boy uh, becomes a, a man in the faith, an age where uh, in more modern times he'd be bar mitzvah. Um, I come to Jerusalem for the high holidays and the original Home Alone story. He gets lost in the shuffle. Um, and Joseph and Mary spend three days and nights looking for him. And finally, uh, with nothing, no other place they can look, they go to the temple to pray for their son. Um, and there they find him uh, involved in deep conversations with uh with the, the scribes and the members of the, the, the 
Sanhedrin. Um, and uh, the one who carries on the conversation with Jesus is Mary. Why did you do this to us? Do what? Didn't you know I'd be in my father's house? Oh, uh, uh, you know, that may have been the shock to Joseph's heart to hear, hear that. But at the same time, he recognized um, this, is, this is who I've been caring for. Uh, this is God's son. Uh, my son is God's son. And uh, 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 we go on with it. That's the last we hear of him. Um, uh, but his fidelity, his love, but his absolute and complete trust, faith in God, the relationship of faith that he had made him the most obedient of, of all people. Um, and that's what we celebrate today as we celebrate this feast, that, the, that understanding of what uh, true obedience is, living in good relationship with the Lord. Together, let us profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things are made, for our sin, for our salvation. He came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate to Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life who proceeds from the Father and the Son, but the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life for the world to come. Amen. Gather our prayers and bring them before our God. Begin with a prayer for peace in our world. That God may send his spirit of peace to the minds and hearts of all men and women. This we pray to the Lord. We pray for the church. St. Joseph is listed as the patron saint of the church and is placed under, under his loving care. We pray to the Lord. We pray for our nation. That God watch over it and bless, bless our people. That God look after those charged with our safety. That God enlighten our leaders with his wisdom. We pray to the Lord. We pray for our ministry of Catholic education, a ministry begun by Joseph and Mary uh, with their son Jesus, continuing through to this day here at St. Francis. We pray to the Lord. Pray for the sick in our community. We think very especially of uh, Connor Regan, uh, the DiMercurio twins, um, uh, Mrs. Ritchie. Uh, we pray for um, uh, Wes Nelson, uh, uh, Thomas LaCrosse. And all of those who seek God's healing, we pray to the Lord. For your intentions. Lord, hear our prayer.
Lord, hear our prayer. Loving God, we come before you, bringing you our hopes and desires, those who have given voice, others in our hearts, all of them we offer to you through your Son, Jesus our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Blessed be you, Lord God of all creation, for your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. Fruit of the earth, the work of human hands, will become for us the bread of life. And blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine, the work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Pray, my sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, Almighty Father. We pray, O Lord, that just as St. Joseph served with loving care your only begotten Son, born of the Virgin Mary, so we may be worthy to minister with a pure heart at your altar. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, might and eternal God, now miss the solemnity of St. Joseph to give you fitting praise to glorify you and bless you. For this just man was given by you as spouse to the Virgin Mother of God and set as a wise and faithful servant in charge of your household to watch like a father over your only begotten son who was conceived by the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit, our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him the angels praise your majesty. Dominions adore and powers tremble before you. Heaven and the virtues of heaven and the blessed seraphim worship together with exaltation. May our voices join with theirs in humble praises we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all homes. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he has betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks broken gave it to his disciples, saying, take this all of you, eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. Oh. 
In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice. Once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this solemnly, drink from it. This is the chalice of my blood. The blood is a new and eternal covenant which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. mystery of faith, we proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and heard to the fullness of charity. Together, but Francis, our Pope, and Jeffrey, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on all of us, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and Glorious Martyrs, St. Francis, St. Clair, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs of eternal life. And they praise and glorify you, your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with the men in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. The Savior's command informed by divine teaching. Let's raise our voices in the prayer given to the church by Jesus himself. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day. That by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church. Graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's offer each other a greeting of God's peace. Lamb of God, behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb, Lord. May the body and blood of Christ keep us safe for eternal life.
Well done, good and faithful servant. Come, share your master's joy. Let us pray. Defend with unfailing protection, O Lord, we pray, the family you have nourished with food from this altar as they rejoice at the solemnity of St. Joseph and graciously keep safe your gifts among them. We ask this through Christ, our Lord. My senior year uh, at Marquette University, I uh, went to the student employment office about getting a job on campus, and they directed me to the pastor of Jesu Church who was looking for a janitor to fill in because their, uh, the, the engineer for the church had suffered a stroke and would be out uh, for a while. And uh, I got the job uh, uh, with my uh, great qualifications being able to move a mop. Um, and uh, my second or third day on the job, the associate pastor, Father Kenneth J. Herring, Herring, um came into the lower church. There was an upper church and a lower church. And the lower church uh, was used every day. They had adoration every uh, afternoon and about six or seven masses during the course of the day. It's just outside downtown there. And uh, I was sweeping the floor. And uh, he came and said, Michael, come with me. And we go into the sacristy and we go over to the light uh, switch panel and he flips this thing open. He says, you see this switch? I says, yes. He said, this always has to be on. And he flips the switch to on. What it was is the light on the side altar of the St. Joseph, uh, side, the side altars dedicated to St. Joseph, which um, after the new mass, someone had turned off. Um, and we just left the lights on, uh, shining on the altar. And he looked at me and with great solemnity said, as long as my middle name is Joseph, the light on that altar stays on. Do you understand me? And I said, yes, Father, I do. The Lord be with you. The Almighty God bless you. And the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Mass is ended. Go in peace. Oh, <laughs> oh,